This is Hope and Health with Doctors Michelle and Mark Sherwood. Insights and interviews with a dose of straight talk to help you enjoy optimal health in all areas of life. So we are back again with a return guest whom I am blessed to call a friend. Uh, Dr. Lee is well known in the area of peptides as well as many other things. He's got more initials after his name than he's got in his whole name, period. So, Ed, thanks for joining us again, man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, It's a pleasure to be on your podcast. All right. So last time we talked a lot about peptides and how that they are trying to be squished and squashed and went through a little bit of that. And then you talked about a study that was going to be published. So I want to hear all about the updates as well as a study, if it's able to be viewed at this point. Yes, it can be viewed. And, um, and uh, I'd like to start off with a disclosure, just to uh, just make sure that uh, I don't get in trouble. So for this podcast, I will review the science and studies of some peptides that are not FDA approved, like BPC-157. Um, I may talk about, I will talk about thymus and beta-4, because um, that is also in the study. And this was FDA designated as an orphan drug, uh, but now is considered a biologic, uh, according to the FDA, because it's more than 40 amino acids. This talk is provided as a general guideline and for informational purpose only. The information is not intended to replace medical advice by other physicians, and I do not endorse using non-FDA approved peptides. Um, So, uh, let's see. I I published a paper, and what's interesting is I didn't know exactly when it was gonna come out, um, but uh, they told me in the July-August issue in uh, alternative therapies, and uh, I've been like checking every day, uh, <laughs> and it's like it's like Christmas. Like, when is it coming out? So I knew it wasn't going to be early July, but so late July I was checking it. And um, actually, I got an email by a radio host by um, the guy that basically does Superhuman Radio, and he's been doing it for wow. for a long, long time. And he's big in peptides, and he wanted to interview me because he loved. He wanted to hear more about this uh, paper that I published. So he knew it before I knew it when it was. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming out, but he knew when he got. Well, when's the, the interview? That's what I want to know. When's this interview coming up? Oh, it's already recorded. So if you go oh, to the radio, you can go to their podcast and just click and listen to the one I, I spoke on. So he's, he's, it was a really uh, pleasant uh, discussion. So the article, the t- title of the part, uh, the article title is called "Intraarticular Injection of BPC-157 for Multiple Types of Knee Pain," and I did a basically a retrospective study, and uh, we did a chart review from 2019 to 2020, and there was a uh, pre-med student. His name is uh, Blake Paget, whose father is an orthopedic surgeon, and uh, actually we started together. Uh, his father and I in clinical practice many, many years ago uh, back in Winter Haven, Florida. I remember he was sitting right next to me and we're talking to the director of the clinic and she was asking when we wanted to start um, our practice. And he said, I have five kids. I, I want to start today. <laughs> <'Cause> they, <laughs> to feed. 
And I was just, you know, we're married, we didn't have kids. And it's like, I didn't have to start right away. I said, I'll start a month later. <laughs> I'm going to travel. So um, anyway, so I knew his father uh, for over 20 years. And he's taught me how to inject uh, into joints. And uh, so one of his kids uh, are, is, is interested in um, basically going to medical school. And so he hanged out with with us, uh, with me in the office. And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. He goes, Let's, let's do a study. Let's do a study. And it's like, oh, there's so much work. <laughs> he wouldn't take no for an answer. So I said, okay, I, I did this like kind of little clinical trial in the back of my head. Why don't you um, dig out all the medical records and give everyone a call and see how they're doing. And then we'll, we'll make, we'll, we'll do a, you know, a chart. Uh, well, basically put it in a graph form and uh, see what the results show. So, you know, we are, I have a lot of people like you do come in the office and they failed conventional medicine and it's like they, they don't want to have surgery. They want to try something different. So I said, look, this is experimental. It's not FDA approved. Um, if you like to try it, you know, sign a consent form. And uh, so this is really just all experimental. I'm not going to show, I'm not going to show, not going to know if it works, if it doesn't. So, um, the, my patient basically signed this, this consent form and they, they wanted to try it. So the first four patients, I did a, um, a combination of thymosin beta-4 and BPC-157 and I injected into their joint, into their knee joint. And they were all different types of knee pain. So they're not like all ACL tears and not all meniscus tears. There was osteoarthritis, some had mm -hmm. just basically unknown diagnosis, it just was bothering them. Some had failed uh, orthopedic surgery. So we called 17, well, I didn't call, but uh, my uh, the student that worked with me contacted, tried to contact 17 patients. Uh, and 16, we were able to follow up. One moved and we didn't have a, a phone number to contact or email. So um, we were only we only got 16 people. So the first four basically used a combination of a BPC-157 and thymosin beta-4. And I, I, the first one, I just really was, I used very conservative dosing, two milligrams, which is like one cc of BPC and one cc of thymosin beta-4, three milligrams. It, it did improve initially for the first like couple days. And then after that, it didn't get better. Uh, but then patient two, three, and four, they got higher doses mm -hmm. and basically they improved. So I was thinking, you know, when, when I was doing this, I said, well, how do you know which one is making the difference? Is it thymosin beta-4 or BPC-157? Uh, so I said, you know what? From here on, I'm just going to do BPC-157. So mm -hmm. it's like for me, if I have, like, if I'm building or – like if I'm like having the, my backyard redone, they hate me because I keep changing plans. <laughs> Makes sense. And initially I wanted this, but now I see something different. So I like to change something. So anyway, um, I had the next 12 patients only got BPC and they got four milligrams of BPC, which is really not that much, two, two cc's of BPC. 11 out of 12 improved, one out of 12 did not improve. And you can see that four out of 16 people had an MRI. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one had a tear of the medial meniscus and sprain of the medial collateral ligament. 
Uh, number two had a tear of the meniscus. Number three had a tear of the ACL, and four had a popliteal prositis. Mm. And I, basically, I injected only in the intraarticular joint. I didn't in, even inject in the popliteal area there, and they all improved. And you can see the combination. The first two had a combination of BPCTB4, and uh, subject three and subject four had just BPC by itself. Mm -hmm. uh, so the average age was 60, and um, nine men, seven, uh, nine women, seven men. And uh, the youngest one was a young um, athlete. And uh, he's a really interesting uh, guy because um, he's an amazing athlete, got recruited uh, to basically race uh, for the US Olympic team and then came back because uh, he had an ACL tear. I said, what are you gonna do? He goes, I'm gonna let it rest. And he was on the same cross country team as my son, but he was a senior. My son was a freshman at that time. He had wow. super amazing times breaking like close to state records. And uh, so I, I was thinking, you know, your, your ACL will never repair with just rest. You need a little extra help. So I said, have your father call me. Father, I actually knew his father. I didn't know his contact information. And uh, anyway, he says, yeah, let's, let's, let's try BPC on my son. And uh, the first time he started getting better, but I told him two weeks, don't overdo it. Just don't run. But he started running and then he did a <laughs> nine mile run and then went to the gym, lift weights, then bam. <laughs> Actually, he texted me and said, uh, back to square one. <laughs> so I said, wow. In and reinject, and then he got better. And he's, he's, he's doing really well. Uh, so. Uh, most injections were done in 2019. One patient had a failed knee surgery for a torn meniscus six months prior. So it was a, quote, successful surgery, mm -hmm. but patients still had pain. Uh, so, you know, what do you do when someone comes into your office and say, you know, they say it was a success, but I'm in pain. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that's why I say, here, let's try this BPC-157. So... Uh, of the 16 patients, five stated that they had previously been diagnosed with osteoarthritis. So mm -hmm. in my population, generally, they're over 60 um, that got the injection. So osteoarthritis is very common. You probably see it in your practice there. Uh, so just overall, um, you know, 14 out of 16 patients had SNF improvement uh, with using BPC-157. Many different ways in terms of uh, mechanism, but it can actually... BPC-157 has been shown in animal studies to regrow uh, cartilage, repair torn ligaments, repair torn um, mm. muscles. Uh, so it reduces inflammation. So this is better than a steroid because the steroid mm -hmm. reduces inflammation. It doesn't basically heal uh, or cause big healing uh, if you have like a, a ripped ACL. So this is um, really exciting. And uh, it's the first... Um, human clinical trial. There's a lot of animal studies. So this is uh, more studies should be published. Yeah. And uh, you know, this is just a, just a, hey, hey this is a, a, I have a wellness practice. I have a garden variety of different knee pain. I would love to basically work with an orthopedic surgeon. And basically, we just do ACL tears before we get an MRI and then later another MRI to see, you know, it is it is it just placebo effect or do you have an objective data to see, hey, 
ACL got repaired. And, uh, you know, that, that would be a great study. You know, that's the next study. Yeah. So maybe Blake, if you get some medical school, <laughs> you go to the orthopedic surgeon, you could do that second project, which yeah. will probably be 20 years from now. <laughs> I have some orthopedic surgeon friends, so I may very well contact them about this right here, but just because and Mark, you could do the study too. You don't yeah. have, you could do it too. So. Well, let me ask you this. You know, I know a lot of people are aware of BPC and you've talked about intra-articular injections. Um, obviously, it, it, it can be um, injected subcutaneously, even taken orally, correct? Yes. So um, there's three different ways that you can actually um, take it. And one is uh, you can do it by mouth. Um, it comes generally in a 500 microgram or half a milligram trophy or pill. Uh, it also comes in a cream. Uh, also can come in an eye drop too, uh, by the way. Um, wow. Compounded. Uh, but you can do injection sub-Q, which if you have an acute injury, you can basically uh, inject into the close to the site of injury and hopefully that will help. But if you can get into the joint, uh, that will really help uh, that particular uh, knee or shoulder. Hip is a little hard to fix, but um, anyway, hip is a deep, deep uh, joint. So mm -hmm. a lot of people who do joint injections uh, say the same thing about the hip. But uh, generally, um, you know, the knee really responds well. That I mean, I have one or two cases that did not. But anyway, um, mm -hmm. it doesn't work 100%. But anyway, uh, it seemed remarkable results. So uh, anyway, this you could do it sub-Q. You could do it basically in the joint. And you could do a pill, and usually after you inject, like when I inject, I say take the pill for at least thirty days to help oh. repair. Good. That's fascinating. So um, I got to ask you: Are you going to do more studies like this? I know Blake was pushing you. <laughs> are you are you being pushed to do any more? Um, I'm actually. Uh, we just collected data for another study, but um, I'm, I don't expect me to do a lot of other studies because it does take a lot of work. And yeah. this one is on the peptide, um, actually not on the peptide, it's on senolytic therapy. So yeah. um, on dacitinib and quercetin, we could talk about that later down the road. Yeah. So it's really exciting. I, I really, um, I got the prelim data, so I'm already salivating on it. So it's awesome. Hey, how, um, how are we doing so far? And the last time we spoke, there was a, uh, a push, really. And I think we specifically talked about thymus and alpha-1. I know you've got that on screen right now. How, how is it going with that so far? Well, the good news is uh, we're getting the numbers up. Uh, hopefully, we can get up more numbers, but we're moving in the right direction. So there's a literally um, a 30-second uh, form to fill out to save peptides, especially if I'm in sample one. Yeah. And the bad news is uh, I only know one compound pharmacy that actually does find sample one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I thought there was two compound pharmacies, but uh, anyway, the latest is one and it's Brooksville compounding pharmacy. And it's, I think a matter of time before their days are number, but uh, this is a uh, peptide that has tons well, I hate to say tons. has a lot of great clinical trials. It's FDA approved in multiple countries. 
um, the questions that was asked over the past weekend, I did a basically a conference with Dr. Luis Martinez online mm -hmm. and uh, basically was with AARM. And uh, he was saying that you, he could get it from South America because he goes mm -hmm. to South America. He's in Puerto Rico. So he's close to Dominican Republic. He's just really close to, you know, South America. Mm -hmm. So he can get it that way. Uh, but for most of physicians in the U.S., you know, we're really, uh, our hands are tied behind the back. And uh, the only way we can do this is really act as a group. And if you expect just one person to save it, it's not going to work. We yeah. need everyone to help out. Uh, so it's, it's, you just put your first name, last name, uh, email address, and your uh, address itself. And basically a petition, a signed petition will be sent to your representative and to your two state rep to your two senators in your state mm -hmm. and uh, basically it's really saying hey um you know we got to stop this madness from the fda uh because uh you know thymus alpha one has been a lifesaver for many many people and um it, it's uh, i'd be very sad if it's taken away so you can go and save peptides.org or you can go to clinicalpeptidesociety.com or I don't know on your website if you have it, uh, the you know link to yeah. the petition mark. But uh, hopefully you have it on your website and people can just click there. And the petition looks like this. It's so simple. And we're almost to a thousand supporters. So uh, the number I think last time we were on the air we were like I'm just guessing maybe 300. So mm -hmm. 770. And uh, anyway, we just would love to have. Um, more numbers and we would love for you to sign it and also have at least 10 of your friends uh, to also sign it and especially if you're a healthcare provider and you have access to other patients please have them sign it and their friends to sign it that's the only way this will grow so well i want to encourage all of our listeners um to um you know go there right now savepeptides.org and get it done. There's multiple ways you can do that. Ed mentioned every one of them. And so get on one of those things and do it right now. Don't wait and then share it with your friends. If you are a healthcare provider, you may not do BPC-157 or any of the peptides, but the bottom line is they work. And because they work, we need to really embrace the concept of, of healing and wholeness that we all endeavor to do and not hold it back and there is no negative things about these things is there ed no not thymus alpha one or even bpc but anyway the big issue is thymus alpha one and we love to get thymus and beta four back too so you can share it on social media too i don't, I'm, i i have I, I i i'm not an expert in everything but i don't unfortunately i don't do social media i just don't want the government to watch me but if you're into social media post it please that's the fastest way. Yeah, folks, I want to encourage you to do that because um, I I know Ed Lee. He's been on here, you know, three or four times now, and and he wouldn't be on here if I didn't trust him as an individual and a human being. He's my friend. I trust his integrity. I trust his credibility, and he is um, really a. a a gentleman through and through. He loves God. I know that. And he's telling you the truth. And because of that, we need to stand for truth. It's not time to sit back and say, it's not going to happen to me. None of that nonsense, because it does. And it is. All of our rights and freedoms are being eroded away. 
one, two, three at a time. And so this is a big deal, man. So, and I'm encouraging everybody to do this right now. Um, it's a it's a huge deal, isn't it? Yeah, it really comes down to the core issue of we're going to lose our rights to uh, to choose our own medical care. And yep. uh, this is really more on the alternative side, but still it's our right to have access to alternative medical care. And uh, this right will be taken away. And uh, this is a natural peptide produced, the thymus alpha-1 from our thymus gland. It is not altered. It's basically... Um, has been uh, discovered by, uh, by anyway uh, by Dr. Um, Allen from George Washington University, and uh, basically he's they've shown that uh, in clinical trials that this saves lives, and uh, so this is like a key element to keep your immune system healthy. Yeah, and the immune system is such a point of discussion today in our world, is it not? Now you, oh. I see the screenshot here. You've got. 770 subscribers you told me we're at a thousand so we've got to get that ten thousand gold that's it right well yeah i mean that's uh, i like to hit first a thousand and then it's like baby steps but uh, yeah. um you know sometimes uh something has to be taken away before the the, the big anger comes out sometimes it's, it's unfortunately i hate for it to happen but mm. You know, if it does come to the day that we can no longer get thymus alpha one, um, then I really think uh, hopefully everyone gets upset, and it's that's what we need. It's look, you know, just don't wait uh, to act now. So yeah. just anyway. Well, I agree. It's called righteous anger at this point, folks. Step up, stand up, speak up. Don't take a step back. Um, have some backbone and don't back up. That's the bottom line. And that's the, the, the best way I know how to tell you to, to do this. Go right now to savepeptides.org. Put it in there. Many of you on this podcast have used these things. You know the miracle benefits of these. And we have to save one. We have to save this thymus and alpha one right now. And we will we'll do that. But we need all your help. All your help. All of us got to bound uh, sort of bond together to do the right thing and not just this, but a lot of things. So, uh, Ed, man, thank you. This is great. Um, really appreciate this. Um, we need to come back, talk about another peptide or two and come back and talk about where we are in our progress of saving peptides. Can we do that? Yes, definitely. We'll set a date. We'll, we'll, we'll talk, um, and get a date. So looking forward to it. So I can't wait. Um, man, you're, you're, uh, an awesome wealth of information. Uh, thank you for doing that study. That is wonderful. I'm glad that Blake went ahead and pushed you over the top in that. So it's awesome. I'll, I'll have Blake come to your office. <laughs> yeah, I know. Blake will push us up here in Oklahoma to do a little bit. Yeah, of stuff. Cause he, he heard you, uh, that you have some orthopedic friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. And they're really close. Um, Hey man, thank you, Ed, for everything that, um, you do. Thanks for being my friend and thanks for what you do for so many people out here in this in this great big world. Really appreciate you. Yeah, we've been we've been blessed by God. So let's uh we really need to fight. And uh, that's the problem with physicians. They don't we like to help, but most physicians don't want to fight. So yeah, that's, that's the downside. We we really need to fight for this. We need to begin to fight for righteousness, period, ladies and gentlemen. And it starts.
with little baby steps. You got to have some confidence and you see people like Dr. Edley stepping out front. Um, when I was on the SWAT team, I remember somebody had to go in the door first, you know, and uh, Ed, you're going in the door first. And I appreciate that very much. So we must, must, must follow and get on board with truth once again and step up. So uh, we're going to do this again and keep this going and build that petition base until we get all the way up to 10,000 and more. Cool. That'd be great. Thank you. I appreciate you, man. And I look forward to seeing you next time. And um, wow, um, folks, what a what a, a cool, cool episode today. I mean, amazing. Um, we'll make sure to uh, post the link again, even in the, the feed underneath this, of course. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing um, Dr. Ed Lee, my friend, back on the podcast soon. So we'll see you next time on Hope and Health. Doctors Mark and Michelle Sherwood and their clinic can help you find the hope and health you were created to enjoy. Go to Sherwood.tv for clear, proven ways you can be healthier. Subscribe at Sherwood.tv.